Okay, so um, yesterday was Tisha B'Av. It was officially Lamed Beis. Heart, okay, whatever. We didn't learn it yesterday, but we learned it on Shabbos, so we're going to do a review. However, a review... Is officially scheduled for Tisha B'Av again? Yes, there is, there is. It counts for a daf, that's right. Why? They don't want it to be just uh, limited when Mashiach comes and then uh, we have the Oh, you have to mess up the whole schedule. So this way, Mashiach comes, we're already yeah, ready to it's go. Set up and it's all set up. No adjustments. <laughs> Very smart. Okay, anyway. Um, that's the way it is. Anyway, our kids are, um, so we're going to start our review a little ways down on Daf Lamed Aleph, Ahmed Aleph at the Gufa. And work our way through Lamed Aleph and Lamed Beis, and then get to today's Daf Lamed Gimel. And uh, I might try to pick up the pace a little bit. Yes, but, you know, we'll see, I, we'll see if I see how it goes. That's how it goes. Yeah. That's how it goes. So we saw. Right, we have a mind in Fush Lema, Adasabas Ronya, and all else we needed, Amen Basdvora. Okay. So we uh, mentioned uh, Rabbi Avin, who says this very interesting halacha. Somebody shoots an arrow from the beginning of Foramas to the end of Foramas, and he tears silk in the process, so you're potter, because it's one thing, Akiris Sarachanacha, and therefore the Chiyuv Shabbos overrides everything, and it's part of the, even though, even though your Chiyuv doesn't happen until it lands, but it's part of, the, part of the whole process, and you're not high for any monetary considerations in the interim. So Bivi Barbaya says, um, Akasha. He says that somebody steals the wallet on Shabbos, he's going to be chayv. Why? Because as soon as he picked it up, he's already chayv in Keneva before the Isra Skila comes in, because he's not chayv for Skila until he takes it out of the Rosh into wherever he's taking it. But if he rolls it out, or schleps it, or pushes it out, and then it goes out that way, so then he will be butter because they comes at the same time. So why is that? As soon as you picked it up, even though you're picking it up uh, to take it out, isn't that akira? That's tzorach Isn't that the taking necessary for the for the put, for the taking out? And therefore, it's considered part and parcel of the entire act of Shabbos. And therefore, you should be potter from, from because it's already the act of Shabbos already started. That's the whole idea. You mean he doesn't pick it up; he just pushes it. No. Why in the pickup case is he not chayiv? This two we contrast it. If he picks it up and carries it out, he is chayiv for the money. And also high for, for Shabbos. If he pushes it out, it's happening simultaneous, he's not high for the money, only for Shabbos. Yeah. Question is, even when you pick it up, once we saw the Chiddush of the shooting the arrow, that Dakira Sarchanacha, it's considered part of the whole act. Mm-hmm. So when I picked it up, it's part of the act of carrying out, and I should be high for that. Or I, it should be, it, the, the Chiv Shabbos should okay. already be starting then to free me from any monetary consideration. That's the, that's the point. So the answer is, is that no, he didn't pick it up to take it out. He picked it up to put it down somewhere inside. Then he changed his mind to take it out. So the picking up that he did originally doesn't count. That's, so the word says, if that's the case, then you shouldn't be high but for Shabbos either. Steal it, no? Yeah, but he was going to hide it somewhere. <laughs> So what he was chayv to for the stealing for the yeah, moment. Yeah, the stealing. Yes, he'll be chayv for the. Oh, but oh. the point being is, is that he when he did the original picking up, it wasn't a picking up of mm-hmm. of, of a Shabbos transgression. It was only a picking, picking up, up of stealing, stealing, because he was going to hide it in the house somewhere, mm-hmm. and then come back when the guy's like gives up hope, whatever. I don't know some yeah, different yeah, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this way he could walk out. I don't have anything. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what you're talking yeah. about. Search me, search me. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, you've, you've, you've yeah, exactly. I've done that many times. 
Anyway, um, so the Gemara says, uh, you're not chayiv for Shabbos in this case. Uh, as the, we quoted a pasa, we quoted a trasha, Rav Yechanan, somebody is moving things from corner to corner and he changes his mind and takes it out. He's potter because the Akira wasn't Mishorish and Lakach. So the Gemara says it wasn't Latzniya, it was Latziya. Okay. So, so, but he stopped. So the Gemara says, well, there's two kinds of stopping. You can stop to shoulder your, help you carry it better. Um, that's not called stopping at all. And that's Orche, and therefore you're, it's still one long act. Um, he stops to take a break, to take a rest. So, uh, that, but if it was to shoulder, then it'll be Potter. So then why do you just contrast it this way to schlepping it out on the floor and not even picking it up? You could talk both carrying it the regular way. One is where he stopped to rest, and the other one was where he stopped to shoulder. And one will be Potter, one will be Chayiv. So uh, you wouldn't have to change the case so much. So the Gemara says, well, you know what's the Pshat? The Pshat is we're going like Ben Azai, who says that Mahalach is Kalaymei Every step you take is like stopping and going. It's a stop and a go, okay? Um, but if you would throw what you'd be potter, why not talk about in when you when you're Mahalach? When you're throwing, then you'll be potter. The answer is he wanted to teach you the Chiddush of Megar of Yotzi. Why, that, that you're chayv in that case for both Shabbos and, uh, no, for, only, for nothing. You're only chayv for Shabbos and not for the stealing. And why are you chayv for Shabbos? The chiddush is, you might think that's not derech so maybe I shouldn't even be chayv for Shabbos, kamash malan, that I am chayv for Shabbos because it's considered orche. So the Gemara says, why is it considered normal? If it's a big thing, so of course it's normal. If it's small, then it's not normal. Then you shouldn't be, the answer is it's medium size. Okay. Um, where did you take it out to, though? That's the next question. If you took it out to the Rosh Hashanah, so then the, then you have Isra Shabbos, but you don't have Isra Geneva because you didn't take it to a private domain to where you're coined. And if you took it out to Rosh Hashanah, so you have Isra Geneva, but you don't have Isra Shabbos. So the Gemara says, no, you took it out to the side of Rosh Hashanah. So the Gemara says, well, whose opinion going in? If it's Rabbi Yezra's opinion, he says the side of Rosh Hashanah is the same as Rosh Hashanah. So again, only Shabbos. Isra Shabbos, no Isra Gneva. And if you're going to tell me like the Rabbanon, so who say that Sidi Rosh Rabbim is not Rosh Rabbim, so then you again, you'll only have Isra Gneva, you won't have Isra Shabbos. The answer is we're going like Rabbi Yezer who says that the Sidi Rosh is Rosh Rabbim. But there's the criteria, the, the side of Rosh Rabbim is Rosh Rabbim is as far as Chiv Shabbos is concerned. Why? Because sometimes the Rabbim go there and therefore it has a lacking status as, as, as public area. However, but since but since most of the time there, there aren't, it's not common that the Rabbim are there, you can be kind of, your Daladam is there. So it has the Maila of the Rishus Yachid that you can be kind of, but it also has the Maila of Rishus Arabim in terms of Shabbos that it's considered public because it's, it's meant for public use. And that's the answer. Okay, so Ravashi says a different answer. He says, You want to know why you're Chayev when you're slipping it out? Not because it's Hidir Shasrab, it's because you put your hand close to the ground and you rolled it onto your hand. And you and Allah is like that's like Ravaz Din who says that the hand of a person is considered like Arba al Arba, four by four. Rav Acha says, uh, this is all Rav Acha, Ravina, Ravina says that, you know, what we're talking about, you took for, to Rosh Hashanah and uh, you can be kind in Rosh Hashanah okay, so, so it's a, you don't even, the kasha doesn't start, you are, who told you that you're not kind in Rosh Hashanah? It's a diuk, it's a machlokes in diuk in a Mishnah. The Mishnah says if you're pulling 
uh, an animal, and it, uh, on the way you're pulling it out, it dies. So if it dies in the Rishas, again, the guy's trying to steal the animal, and uh, it's kind of a behemoth in Rishas Bailem, and uh, if he never picked it up, he's just pulling it, and the animal dies on its way, trying to steal it, so then he's potter. If he picks it up, and then or, or takes it out of the Rishas Bailem, and then it dies, then he's going to be chayev. So Ravina is, uh, is dyed from the Reisha, and Ravach is dyed from the Sefer. Ravina says from the Reisha, it's Mashma. When you're pulling and it dies, that, and in the Rishos Sarbam, then you're Potter. It sounds like it's because it was in the Rishos Sarbam that it died, but if you pulled it and you took it all the way out, uh, the Rishos Sarbam, and it dies, then you will be Chayf if it died later. Okay? So you see, even to Rishos Sarbam, you're already Kaina. And Rav Acha is medayik from the Sefer. It says if you pick it up or carry it out. So carrying out is like how you pick up. Just like you pick up, it's taking it to your Rishos. So carrying out is taking it to your Rishos. Okay? Rav Acha, how does, what did each one deal with the other one? The Reisha in Rav Acha is difficult. The, the Sefer of Ravina is difficult. So Rav Acha will tell you that until it cuts into your Rishos, it's still called Rishos Bailam, so that's how he would answer that. And the Sefer in Ravina is not difficult because he, he disagrees with the idea that you say, well, Hotzah has to be the same as Agba. Who says there's Hotzah, there's Agba? There's no place that it says that, 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 that since we said Agba or Hotzah together, it means to the, to the same area. Okay, that's, that's, he doesn't accept the Diak in the first place. All right, that took us to pretty much to yesterday's daf. Somebody is. Uh, has relations with his sister or uh, all those aunt, or his aunt, so there's a he of karis over there, um, and uh, but still you're going to be obligated to pay the money. Now this brings us to a very important question, which is um, when do we apply the 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 klal of which punishment do you get? That's really the question. You have two punishments that are that are possible over here, and that's the question. Well, we know that amongst the cases of Malchus, one of them is Abala Chosan, Chosavev, Chosima, Chosishto, and Eshes Achiv, Eshes Achiv, all these cases, and Nida, they're all Chayiv um, um, a Malchus. And, um, and we have a rule, Eno Lokim Mashalim, that if you get Malchus, then you don't pay. Okay? So the question is, why are you paying the fine over here? It should get, you should just get the Malchus, and then you don't pay. So Ula says there's two kinds of achoso. There's achoso that's a naira, where there's a fine, and then you're gonna have to pay. And the and the case is over there is a bogeris where there's no fine, so therefore you'll get lashes. So the Gemara says achoso bogeris also isn't there other payments? There's boshes and begam. So the Gemara says you're right, but if she's uh, if it's talking about where she's a shota, which doesn't have boshes or begam. Okay, um, what about tsar? Uh, we're talking about where she was seduced. Once you say she was seduced, so then the whole kasha doesn't. Or you could even talk about a naira. If you talk about a naira yisoma, who is mafuta? So then, basically, there's no, there is no monetary payment um, because the payment would only go to the father. There's no father to give it to. So it's, uh, to her, she was since she was uh, she was consent was consensual. So there's no payment at all. So when there's no payment, so instead you're gonna get lashes. That's what's going on over here. So the Gemara is saying that what comes out but, from Ula, but, yeah. if it goes to the father, okay, the father is not here anymore, but isn't anything that goes to the father goes to his heirs? Not anything. She's, she, there's a I special, mean, you're, you're, you're wrong, you're wrong. Okay, That's okay. normal in many, many areas, but not in the case where she's the one who's armed. 
They don't go to her brothers or something no, like that. Those are his inheritors. No, but since it happened to her, she gets it. That's what's different. Does she get it or her father gets it? That's the question. When, when there's a father, the father gets it. When there's no father, she gets it. That's the point. Okay. It's different than other types of things. Okay, because so she, she becomes the, the owner of that stuff. Exactly. Okay. It doesn't get shared by anybody else because she was the one who suffered. You understand? That's the concept. Okay, you hear why it should be different. It makes sense that it should be different. Okay, now, the question is really Ula over here. Ula is the one who's telling us this answer. He's saying that, uh, that we have to come up with a scenario where there is no monetary payment, and since there's no monetary payment, therefore there will be lashes. So when there's a, two possibilities of monetary payment or lashes, which is the priority of punishment? That's the question. Ula is saying a basic idea that whenever there's Mammon and Malchus, you pay and you don't get lashes. Where did Ula get this? That's the question on the table. So we learned it from another halacha, from Chovah B'chavera. Why? When you hit somebody else, which is also, there's a monetary payment for damages, the Nezek, Tzari, Bosham, and there's Malchus. There's also lashes um, because we have uh, Lo Yosef, Pen, uh, Pen Yosef, whatever, you're not allowed to as a as the as the shliach bezdin, when you're giving lashes, if you give one extra, you're gonna have to pay. You're gonna have to get lashes for that. So, bottom line is, it, you both punishments could apply there, and yet it's a law in the Torah that should get lashes as well as a monetary damage. And the, the rule is there that you pay and don't get damage, don't get lashes. So, too, anywhere you have both options, you pay instead of getting lashes. So the Gemara says it's not a good comparison. Because by Chovel, by Chavero, there's five sets of uh, monetary uh, damage, five assessments that we assess on him for the direct damage, for the indirect damage, for loss of loss of wages, um, for the uh, uh, for the the doctor's bills, for the embarrassment, for the pain. All of those things are are included. Now, um, and, and if you're going to say. That's so. So therefore, makes sense that you you want to give him the worst punishment, which is the money. Okay, if assuming that money's worse, the worst. it's a big machlokas. What's that's what I'm saying. There's two ways of looking at it. What's worse, money or getting lashes? Maybe you know. There's different people who see see it differently. So, um, so if you're assuming that, we'll see. Right now, we're assuming that money's worse, and then you say, well, you can't prove it from Chovel because Chovel is a lot of extra punishments, that's why the money's worse. But if you can say that money is a leniency because you get away with paying instead of getting lashes, so then there's also an exception by Chobel B'chaber because um, that's one of the the things that a Bezdin is allowed to do is carry out corporal punishment and give out lashes. So it's a, there's a certain leniency in hitting. So bottom line is, either way you cut it, if it's an astringency or a leniency, Chobel has, has both parts of it. So therefore you can't extrapolate, extrapolate that, that just because that's Allah over there, that you get the money instead, that you pay the money instead of getting lashes, that it would be apply, applicable over, everywhere else. So Mar says, okay, you know what? He learns it from somewhere else. He learns it from Adam Zomimin. Adam Zomimin, there's two options. There's both. He's false, false testimony should get lashes, as well as um, um, money, because, you know, Kasha Zama, and uh, you, get, you pay instead of getting lashes. So, too, everywhere, there's two options. You, get, you pay instead of getting lashes. So, Mar says, Adam Zomimin also. 
they don't need a warning. There's some the special leniency. They do get away without they they are high even without a warning. And if you assume money is a leniency, so then they never did any action. That's why they get that leniency. As opposed to over here, there was an action that he did. He raped his you know his sister. Okay, so the Gemara says, you know, we're not learning it from any one of them alone. We're learning from a combination of Chovel and Adam Zomamin. There's Mammon and Malchus, and you always do Mammon and not Malchus, and so too here as well. So the Gemara says, um, but there's a Tzad Shav also, that they both have a Tzad Chomor. Each one, Chovel has five payments, and uh, they have no Hasra, there's a Tzad Chomor. And if money, money is a leniency, they also both have a Tzad HaKal, right? Which we said, Chovel, this Chutum Mechlalo, and they said, Adam Zomin no, doesn't have uh, uh, Adam Zomin. It never did a Misa. So anyway, the bottom line is, again, you can't even learn from the common denominator. So the Gemara says, you know what? You're absolutely right. Ula didn't get it from the common denominator, didn't get it from that drush at all. But they didn't learn it from Chovel or Edom Zomin. He learned it from Gzereshav. Uh, it says Tachas, twice. It says over here, Tachas Asher Ina, by the case of rape, because of what you did. And it says, Ayin Tachas, Ayin, by damages. So just like over there, when there's a choice between money and Malchus, you get, you, you pay money instead of Malchus. So do your same thing. So the Gemara says, uh, that's the Drosha. Now, that was Shitas Ra'ulam. Now, Rabbi Yochanan says that you could say that we're talking even about Choson Naira. We're talking about over here where she's in Naira, not necessarily Bogeres. And we're talking about where you warned him before, and therefore then he will get lashes. And if you didn't give the warning, then you don't get lashes. Meaning it's your, the lashes. So what is Rabbi Yochanan's view? He has a different viewpoint than Ola. His view is, is that if there's a mom and a malchus, and you warn him, you said if you do that, you're going to get the mal. You know, don't do this because you could get malchus for it. Then all you're going to get is malchus, and you won't have to pay the money. Where did Rabbi Yochanan get his idea from? So uh, the Pasuk's answers, so he says, because the halacha is Kedevish Shasal, which teaches us that you only get one form of punishment. You can't punish him double. No double jeopardy, or whatever that's called, okay? Um, and right, right afterwards it says, which one do you get is Abraham Yakenu. So there's no doubling up, but when you could get the punishment of lashes, then we will give him lashes. When can you? Only if you give the warning, then you could. So Gemara says, what about Bechavala? There's money in, in Malchus, and he always pays the money, he never gets the lashes. Now, what are you saying? Maybe because you, need, you didn't you warn need, him? You what? Need, you need the Hasra because of Mazid? No, Hasra, you can't get any physical punishment without a warning. Yeah, because that's it's the rule. Yeah, it wasn't been amazing. Uh-huh. It has to be established uh-huh. that it was intentional. Mm-hmm. So, the, so Gemara says, what about Bechovel? You're saying it's only a case when he didn't warn him, but if he did warn him, then he will get lashes instead of paying? Hi, Rav Ami said in the if you give a punishment, if you give, if you hit somebody, and it's only less than a shava pruta, you're gonna get malchus. So, right, you asked yesterday, how can that be that you hit somebody and it's less than a shava pruta of damages? Mm-hmm. So, if there's no, uh, you so, miss. <laughs> <laughs> you miss. You miss. No, no. So it's very limiting. You're right. It has to be where there, there's no doctor's bills. There's no nothing major that happened. 
very little uh, that happened to the person. Usually, there's still going to be embarrassment. We're yeah. talking about where he was. Embarrassment. At least embarrassment. But if he's a shota, he doesn't have embarrassment. So that's who you, 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 you flick the ear of a shota so he doesn't have any physical damage. So there's no nezek, no uh, tsaris. Mm-hmm. It's very minimal. It's repush. It's all so those things. Malchus for that. So you're going to get Malchus. So you can imagine that. It's much worse. <laughs> okay. But then a, you really won't get it. You're right. If it was a dollar, you'd much rather pay a dollar. You know, like, I'll, I'll, let's I'll round up to the dollar, and then I'll pay that instead of getting Malchus. Okay. No, that's when you're going to get the Malchus. Okay? It's here. Come to me. So you better off. Just you're picking you up. to do it, do it. If you do it, do it hard. Right? Okay. Whatever. Anyway, the point being is, um, that's the, that is the example Rashi, Rashi speaks out. Okay. Um, then you're going to get Malchus. What's the case? If he didn't warn him, so why are you getting Malchus? It must be that he did warn him. And it's only because it's not a Shav Pruta. So if it was a Shav Pruta, he would be paying money and not Malchus. So you have a, you have, we're stuck over here. So how does it fit in with uh, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Yechman? The answer is, is that that's an exception. Rabbi La holds that the Torah is Marba, Edom Zomin, that it's Tashlumin by Adam Zomen, that it's specifically Tashlumen and not Malkus. So too, it's Beferish that the Torah is Marba Beimit and not Lashes. Those are exceptions. And in other words, even Rabbi Yochanan says that Rabbi Yochanan says the general rule is that when you have a warning for Lashes, you're going to get the Lashes instead of Beimit. Those two Alachas of Adam Zomen and Chavala are exceptions. The Torah explicit, explicitly states that if there's any monetary payment, that's what happens. And you could only get that payment, you only pay instead of getting lashes. Where did Rebbe say that? With the cases over here, it says, we test about so and so, that is high of 200 zos, and they found to be zomit. They're going to get lashes and they'll pay, according to Rebbe Meir. And the Chum say, no, if you pay, you don't get lashes. Well, what do you mean? Say it the other way around. If you get lashes, you don't pay. And that's where Rabbi explains that the Torah was marbeh beferish by Yedim Zalmin, that is Tashlumin. Where is that? Because it says, Vatsisim lo kashazamam lasos la'achiv. And then it says, Yad biyad. What's that extra line? To tell you, Tavarnitim yad biyad, which is clearly money. And Chovel also has the same thing, Kasher also kinyasalot. What is the next line of kinyasalim boat? To tell you that it's also, again, Dover that's Nishpo Nesina, which is money. And that is where we left off yesterday.